1: I'm hoping to do a lot more like light romance reading, <laughs> like, oh, I love those kind of books, <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Cultivating the Lovely. I'm your host, Mackenzie Coett. You can find out more about the podcast at cultivatingthelovely.com, in our Yellow Brick Road membership community at patreon.com slash cultivatingthelovely, and in our Facebook group. I would also love to connect with you on Instagram, where you can find me at Mackenzie Coppa. That's M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E-K-O-P-P-A. Alright ladies, this week we pick up where we left off in last week's episode because we ended up just free-falling into the hole of beauty and skincare last week and we didn't get to all of our other spring and summer favorites. So... Rebecca and I continued our conversation, and we have a whole hour put together of the books we're reading, the shows we're watching or looking forward to watching, and a whole bunch of other spring and summery things. So we hope you really enjoy this episode, but before we get there, I wanted to mention something that maybe you guys aren't completely aware of, and that's did you know that if you become a loveliest level Patreon member, then you can actually get all the episodes of the podcast early and ad free. Can you believe it? We also have discussion questions that we come out with for every show so that you can talk about them with either our cultivating groups if you're in one of those or just with your friends or your family and you know you're going to want to talk about all those skincare things from last week. They're just little prompts to get those discussions going plus we talk about them in our Facebook group where we've got a beautiful wonderful community of ladies who are in that Patreon tight knit group and I just love them so much i've been trying to do more live video in our patreon group so if you haven't checked it out lately you might want to head over to patreon.com cultivating the lovely we would love to welcome you into the family especially as we are moving forward through the summer at the end of the summer we'll be doing a rebrand of cultivating the lovely still all the goodness that you're used to but with some extra things and a little bit more focus i'm really excited to be sharing more about that soon but you're going to want to come over and join us in patreon because they will be the First to know all the details. In fact, they already do know a lot of what's going to be happening with the rebrand. So if you want to go over there, get into Patreon, watch one of our latest Facebook Live videos, you will hear all the details. So again, patreon.com slash cultivating the All right, without further ado, let's get going with this episode of Rebecca and I and all of our spring and summer favorites. Welcome back, Rebecca. Hey. Okay. So this episode is our second half to what we were doing last week, which ended up just diving down the rabbit hole of beauty and skincare. (laughs) So this week, we're going to talk about all the other favorites and things for spring and early summer that we're excited about. They aren't necessarily all new things that are coming out right now. They just are things we happen to be liking right now or reading or yeah. watching or you know that kind of thing so yeah which one do you want to start with we've got a plethora of topics which one what's calls the, to you
2: what's the shortest do you want to do shows first
1: so what have you been watching
2: I feel like the usuals but then the, see this is the problem because we've talked about this in Ingrid and Fiona yeah and so I can't remember I don't think maybe we've mentioned here but then again maybe <laughs> we have I don't know so it might be repeat, but always Victoria, always the crown. Um, I get the most excited, I think, when those are coming back on. I'm but very have excited. have you heard about when the crown's coming back on? Oh, no, and it's been a long time, hasn't yeah. it?
1: Yeah. No, I think it's not going to come out till fall, possibly late fall. So okay. that's, that's not on the horizon just yet.
2: Okay. I was thinking... I'd watched it, but really, no, I haven't watched it in forever. Victoria, that's what I watched recently.
1: Yeah. The Crown, it will be almost two years, or possibly two full years. Really? Yep. Yep. Oh, my
2: goodness. Wow. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Okay, well, then um, the Downton Abbey movie is coming, and I don't know when, but I'm very excited about it. September (laughs) 20th. You always know. (laughs) So, you're a little ahead of the... (laughs) Well, I've been watching the trailers. Like yes, I've seen clips yes. of the trailers, so it's gotten me in the mood for it. Yes. So and I rewatched the entire show recently.
1: Oh, you did so, again? Yeah. Oh, I guess uh-huh. you did, yeah. 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 Well and so, so did I'm, I. And so that's yeah, why I knew did. when it was coming out. Yeah.
2: So that's funny because I can tell you almost everything comes out around September twentieth through the twenty fourth. Oh because funny. Because my birthday's the twenty third. Yeah. And all the time shows come out on the 23rd and I just remember it because I'm like, Oh, yeah. my birthday's like the day of television again or something. That's but funny. and sometimes it'll be Claire's birthday, you know, or like, yeah. like it's always right on that week. So,
1: Interesting. um, it is,
2: it's just kind of a, there's a tidbit for you that yes. useless knowledge. Um, Jason and I together have been watching Brooklyn nine, nine, Oh. I had seen a couple of episodes on an airplane one time and it was like the only choice, you know, yeah, you're flying. And I thought, oh, this show is just, I wish there was something else. I can't stand it. But if you watch it from the beginning, it's actually hilarious. I mean, truly. Yeah,
1: I've heard it's very funny. It's so
2: different than what it came across when you just see a random episode.
1: Oh, yeah. So different.
2: Yeah. So it, it, let's see, we've been watching that. We just started the last season or the most current season. Okay. It's not the last, it's still going. So that's kind of a new one yeah. that we've done. And then I'm re-watching The Durals and Corfu.
1: Okay, for that's like, time. what, you're, yeah, you're, I was gonna say your third time. Uh-huh. We, yeah. I actually have been watching some of it too, and I want to watch, well that's on my list, is season four. I'm gonna watch, I think I have a hack to be able to see season four. Oh, well? Yeah, I do. <laughs>
2: We talk about that off. As I was say, <laughs> off camera. I'm not on camera. We will talk about that later. Off, off air. Off, yeah. Off air. There you
1: go. Off recording. <laughs>
2: um. Okay. Well, yeah. I need to know about that. But um. So I've done a lot of repeat lately. Yeah. You know what things don't want to repeat, and so that's probably it right now. I think. Okay. Well, Madam Secretary. I always keep up with Madam Secretary.
1: And see that's on my list of like things that I haven't finished but I need to get back to and finish. So It was
2: my least favorite season
1: yeah, so far. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why
2: agenda-ish. Yes. It's like-
1: and I yeah. think that's why I kind of lost my interest and I didn't keep up on it as yeah. regularly as I normally do. But I do want to finish out the season, so I want to finish that in Blue Bloods for the season. No, I haven't seen that. Yeah. It's we've just watched it for the past 2 years. Um but now it's like, I know the characters well enough and everything that I would like to, to get caught up on that. Um, so the ones that I have are like, one of them is totally not new. It's Newsroom by Aaron Sorkin. And it's only got three seasons, I think, but I watched it a few months ago. And there's language and stuff, but you guys, oh, it is brilliant. And it is, I've never even heard of it. It's got, uh, what's his name? Why can't I think of his name? He just starred, he's from, he's got a very eclectic resume. He just starred in To Kill a Mockingbird on Broadway, but he was also in Dumb and Dumber. Why can't I think of his name? One of
2: the main ones?
1: Jeff Daniels. That's what it is. Jeff Daniels. Yeah. Yes. Um, He plays the lead. He plays a, a news anchor and his, like, ex-girlfriend ends up coming to be the producer on the show that he's working on and it's so interesting because they cover actual news stories that happened so they cover this big oil spill they cover 9-11 they cover like um the killing of bin laden like all of these things that were pretty pivotal things in our country and how to address them in the news and it was incredibly thought-provoking very fast-paced incredible character development you go from like first season really not liking certain people to by the end of season three you're like oh my gosh i love that guy like he's the greatest and it's it's just brilliant. It was so, so well done. I wish it had had more than three seasons because it was just so good.
2: The good ones get cut short often. Yeah. Makes me yeah. so aggravated.
1: Yeah. It it it's a really, really good one. So and you can watch that on Prime for free. So it's a great one. Um the this is a movie on Netflix. I don't know, I'm sure I've told you about it, but I don't think you've watched it. And it's To All the Boys I've Loved Before.
2: Oh, it's on a list of mine of eventual oh, movies to watch. Because, it is. Uh, Melanie Schenkel mentioned it once. Yes. And I wrote it
1: down. Okay. Yeah. It is so cute. It's kind of like the modern day 10 Things I Hate About You. Kind of like it's that sort of I don't know. It just is so cute, and Noah Centineo, who plays Peter Kaminsky, he's just delightful, and it's super fun to watch. And they're they're making a sequel, so I think it's a a really good movie. Okay. I that thought was it was like very cute to watch that. It's just like a cute rom com, and there aren't many rom coms no, anymore. No, it makes me. <laughs> Yeah. And I think that Netflix is doing a pretty good job of bringing them back. So I thought it was very cute and very funny. I mean, it is set in high school, so you have to go into it knowing that. But um, yeah, I thought it was very cute. So I've got I like to watch that. It. Yeah. yeah, you've got to. And then I recently watched Call the Midwife season eight and... I have no. Have you idea. watched it all
2: the way through. I yeah, have. I gave up. I quit when they did the very first Christmas special, and then I never have
1: watched it since then. Okay, like I years did. Ago. <laughs> oh yes, I've watched all the seasons, um, okay. and there are times when it can get very agenda-driven, um, especially this season. They hit on a couple of topics that were very heavily agenda-driven, um, but I tried to come at it from the perspective of being someone willing to listen to the other side instead of just like, you're wrong. You're an idiot. Stop doing what you're doing. You know, not that I'm going to agree with you, but to try to hear like the, the heart behind the other side. yeah. Yeah. And so in that way I could take, you know, what they were saying and you know, because it is interesting because like the topic of abortion is brought up. And they but they are working in a nunnery, <laughs> you know, what it's right. <laughs> not the correct word. Clearly I'm was not raised. <laughs> Catholic. Or I don't even think they're Catholic. I think they're like episcopal. They or are. Yeah. Um yeah. but you know, they're they're nuns and obviously they have a perspective on abortion, but it was really interesting to me how the women of faith were able to approach helping the women who had made these decisions still from a loving place and a caring place. And I thought that that was really interesting and thought provoking. So, so from that perspective, I enjoyed the season. It wasn't like my favorite season, but I'm glad I watched it. Ladies, Plan to Eat is back this week as a sponsor of the podcast, and you know if you've been listening that I love Plan to Eat. I've used them for five years. I truly believe they are the best service of its kind. So what is Plan to Eat? Well, it's a meal planning subscription service online, and it has an amazing app that goes along with it that allows you to input all of the recipes that your family already knows and loves and fit your dietary restrictions and all of that. They've got this awesome little pin tool that allows you to easily import recipes right off the web and then be able to drag and drop them onto your plan. You can plan breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, everything. You can even include prep notes, so it tells you the day before what you need to do to get ready for the next day. Another one of my favorite features about the service is their shopping list, especially with their awesome app. I always have my shopping list with me now, I never forget it at home, and it automatically puts everything to the store that I typically buy that product at, which makes my shopping life so much easier. Oh, and did I mention that you can create menus? So once you've planned an entire week, if you want to repeat that week later on, you can save that entire plan as a menu and use it again in the future, eliminating a ton of the decision fatigue and headache, which all of us mamas can use. Am I right? Plan to eat wants to help you get real food prepared at home on your table as easily as possible, and they have a full support team that is available to help you get started with an account and answer any questions. Like I mentioned, it's a subscription service that's $4.95 a month or $39 a year and they usually give a free 30-day trial with no payment required but because you listen to my show and I love plan to eat they're going to give you 60 days free that's two months to try the service and seriously fall in love with it plus we can become friends in there just search me apple turquoise and we can share recipes and stuff which is awesome so all you have to do is go to plan lovely and you can start that 60-day free trial instead of their normal 30-day trial again that's plan lovely a current one that I just started watching a few weeks ago is The Spanish Princess, which oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not like head over heels in love with, but I find it interesting. Of course, I think it's a little <laughs> annoying because, you know, it's based on history. So it's based on Catherine of Aragorn who came to marry Prince Arthur. I'm This is like the early 1500s and so like she knew christopher columbus and stuff and so she comes to marry um prince arthur but then prince arthur dies and she ends up marrying his brother who is henry the eighth so she was the first of henry the eighth his wives his wives and so from that perspective it's like oh interesting you know but then when you read the actual history, like she came over <laughs> when she was fifteen and Henry the Eighth was only ten and it was like many years later that she ended up marrying <laughs> him. You know, and right now they kind of make it all out like, oh, they're all in their early twenties and yeah. you know, so it's it's a little little fictitious, but um but interesting. And the gal who plays Edith, I can't think of a real name, but Edith in Downton Abbey um oh, yeah. is in it and um yeah I, it's it's interesting it's you know a a fun kind of you know period drama to watch so i'll keep watching and see what happens i
2: might take that up on jason's next trip because like yeah. some shows i just watch on my own while he's gone so yeah i may save that one for
1: yeah i like the accents and all that kind of thing so that's kind of yeah. fun um i think that so you think well i know that so you think you can dance is starting soon i'll watch that one like if i have time but my time is pretty short for TV watch watching that. lately yeah i like and like a lot of the um pros or whatever i can't remember what they call them but the people who used to be on the show that are coming back as the mentors or whatever i know who a lot of them are so that's kind of fun yeah. To watch it when you kind of know some of the people already. Um, but it'll just have to be if I have time. But the other one that I'm looking really forward to watching, embracing myself for, and I know not everyone will agree with this or whatever, but I've talked about it on the show before. Handmaid's Tale. It oh, is coming I back have not
2: gone there. So this week, I'm too scared so. to go there. <laughs> it's
1: Oh, I'm not going to lie. It is super intense, super, super intense. And, I mean, there are all kinds of things in this show. Is it, like,
2: suspenseful? Yeah. What is the intensity? Because people say that, (coughs) but I don't know what what do they mean exactly in what Yeah.
1: Well, they are – it's this crazy culture in which women have no rights whatsoever, and the men have (coughs) completely taken over, and they – the women are like trying to create these rebellions and everything. But if they find out that you're rebelling, they'll kill you or they'll maim you. They'll, you know, if they don't like something you've done, if you've been disrespectful to the guy that you're a handmaid for, they'll burn your eye out, you know, like they will do insane things to like keep people in line, you know, when they are being trained to be the handmaids, the, you know, Aunt Lydia who is training them has a cattle prod. Like she will not hold back on just go ahead and zapping you with that sucker. You know, she just, she is, it's her job to keep them in line and keep them scared so that they stay in their place. And so to have the handmaids and the Marthas, which are like, the handmaids are the fertile women because so much destruction has happened to the country like people haven't taken care of the country that um pollution is rampant and fertility has almost so is this become in the future it's supposed to be kind of current time like not too far in the future and yeah and i thought so, it was
2: old like
1: no 1800s no oh. This is like they reverted back because they thought like, oh my gosh, our country's going to, you know, you know where, and there's everybody's infertile. And so we have to somehow get the country back and we need to, they actually, the whole thing is they're going back to the biblical mandates that men are in charge and women have no voice. And so that's based on <laughs> Jacob and Rachel and Leah bringing their handmaids to him to try to have more children. Oh. So that's kind oh, of. Oh, like I totally had from. a different
2: thought. Like this is nowhere what I thought that was it about. What it was about. So
1: yeah, they have flashbacks to like their previous lives where they were normal and wearing normal clothing and having jobs, and then it shows how they were like you know, all of the women's bank accounts were frozen one day. And one day soldiers marched into all of the job places and all the women were fired and told to go home. And like, so it's, I know it sounds crazy. I know this sounds really crazy, but there's actually a lot of parts of it that I can relate to. And I think that's what kind of attracted me to the show in the beginning, because I mean, obviously it's a much more extreme version, but I lived under a lot of oppression and yeah. there, there's just some crazy similarities to my, to my former life. So yeah. yeah. So that's why I think it's interesting. Cause now they're like trying to get out. Because if you make it to Canada, then you're free. Oh. So, yeah. It's intense.
2: My goodness. It, it does sound good, though. I mean, I it's kind of show, though, I can tell I couldn't watch it home alone. Like, <laughs> I'm a weenie with that kind of stuff, though. So, I would have to watch it, like, when Jason was home, we'd have to watch it together. Because yeah. I... I can't even watch, oh, well, one, okay, I meant to mention this earlier, Endeavor. We love oh, that show. Oh, yeah. It's so good. I can't wait to it like, comes back out again. But I absolutely cannot watch it on my own. Okay. After Jason has to be home, and he's like, it's not even real. I don't care. I know it's not real, but I can't do it. No. And I'm not a scaredy cat by nature, but there's something about TV shows that are suspenseful that I just don't, I don't like that on my own.
1: Yeah. At all. Oh yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess I was living with people and I was watching Handmaid's Tale the other (laughs) two seasons, but yeah, I haven't even thought about it, I guess. But you know, it's amazing how much your perspective on all those kinds of things can shift over 20 months because I like, I'm just kind of used to it. Now, you know, it's like right. I don't like dealing with spiders, but I do it now because I have to, you know, right. like Yeah, and so, yeah, I just there's not going to be anybody here to protect me <laughs> and be manly. <laughs> so, I just Roman, yes, Roman. yeah, although I won't be watching Handmaid's Tale with Roman,
2: no, so but he can kill the spiders
1: sometimes, sometimes he's a weenie about it. <laughs> Actually, all the the spider issues I've had have always been when he's not home. I'm like, dang! Oh, it. of course. So, yeah. yeah, like my very first night here, I uh, to deal with like the biggest spider. So, yeah. But yeah, I guess I'm just used to like, and and I'm I don't typically watch like horror movies or you know Pride. something like this. And I'm yeah. I'm aware enough of the characters and what to expect with Handmaid's Tale that. I just, I just can't even do it.
2: like, if they're solving like Sherlock, if they're solving a mystery, mm. I can't watch that. I can't watch it on my own. I just can't do it. Yeah, I don't even know why. Cause I'm very aware that like, no, there's no boogie monster. I mean, I don't yeah. I'm like, I'm not sure what the timidity or I guess is how you would say that is, but I just can't do it. I
1: can't, you know, don't want to do it. I'm yeah, exactly. It. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that I've just, I've seen this a lot lately with my friends who are married that there are certain things where it's just like you have the option to say I don't want to do that alone or I don't want to figure out that thing so you don't have to because
2: I just say I'm gonna wait and watch him when Jason's home
1: yeah and if I decided to wait then I may never see it (laughs) so (laughs) right (laughs) Right. it's like I'm just gonna do this myself and it'll be fine so you just kind of get more resourceful (laughs) Anyway, okay, so is that all your shows? Yes. Ladies, another one of my favorite sponsors is back this week on the show, and it's Bioclarity. Now, you may have noticed I'm a little obsessed about skincare, and Bioclarity is one of my very favorite brands. Bioclarity is a clean and green skincare brand that has products that just work. What healthy eating does for your body, Bioclarity does for your face. Their skincare line offers easy-to-use regimens with good-for-you ingredients that will give you great skin. It's basically like a smoothie for your face. Now, you may have seen recently on Instagram, my sons and I using their clarifying mask because I believe that it's even for boys and it's never too early to start having a good skincare routine I've been having so much fun using it with them and I've talked about before how my 13 year old is using their clear skin routine to help with those you know young teenage skin issues but I want to tell you a little bit today about how I have been using their essentials routine I absolutely love these products and I love that their routine comes with everything you need to nurture hydrate and restore your skin they have a three-step regimen that is packed full of detoxifying and calming nutrients, antioxidants, and a super special ingredient called Floralux that comes from plants. And you can only find Floralux in BioClarity. I use it every single day, morning and night. And their cleanser is absolutely more than just a cleanser. It nourishes and soothes skin. I use it every morning and it just feels calming to my skin before I put on my makeup. Their products help with redness, hyperpigmentation, and even out skin tone and texture for a healthy glow. They're just those three steps. You cleanse, you restore, and you hydrate. And I really have noticed just a softness to my skin. I feel like the redness in my skin, especially in my cheeks, has definitely helped to even out from the Floralux that I'm using consistently. Plus, I love that their products are 100% vegan, cruelty-free, paraben-free, sulfate-free, and artificial fragrance-free. And they have a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. So why don't you join me and get healthier, more radiant skin by going to bioclarity.com. And right now for my listeners, you will save 40% on skincare routines plus an additional 15% off everything on their website that's an incredible deal but you need to enter my code lovely at checkout so go to bioclarity.com and get 40% off skincare routines plus an additional 15% off everything on their website when you use my code lovely at checkout Ladies, I am a big believer in that we all have things to work on. We all have things about ourselves that we need to work through, and sometimes it's helpful to have someone else's advice or opinions or guidance when we're trying to figure those things out. And that is why I love BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an online service that will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. With my personal experience, I love that I could completely customize it to what I was specifically looking for help on and the kind of counselor that I wanted. I could say that I wanted a counselor of faith or that I preferred a woman, all of those different things, and they really are able to work it around my schedule. I can text them through the app to be able to have an ongoing conversation of what my needs currently are and what I might be struggling with or wanting guidance with. And I have really found their service to just be so helpful, especially working through a difficult time. But I could see it even being beneficial if I wasn't dealing with all the craziness. Sometimes it's just nice to have that person to listen. BetterHelp is not a crisis line, and it's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's counselor network, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, and you don't have to worry about getting a babysitter and all that kind of thing. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great, therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if it's needed and it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. visit betterhelp.com/lovely and join over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional and cultivating the lovely listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com/lovely. Okay on to what we've been reading or are wanting to read. Both. Yes. Both. So, what have you been reading lately? Well, nothing for
2: myself. (laughs) Um, I've been reading because I'm. So you know, I was reading all the Challenge A books for the. Okay. Let me back up. Okay. Part of classical conversation. Yes. The older classes are called Challenge classes, and I thought I was tutoring the seventh grade class, which is called Challenge A, and so I was reading all the books that go along with that class. And I got two-thirds of the way through when I redid everything and realized I have to teach Challenge B, which is the eighth grade <laughs> class. So I've been reading Little Britches, which is actually really entertaining.
1: I've heard and, that one been...
2: Yeah, and going to be reading The Hiding Place, which I have read before, but I was a teenager, so I don't remember. Okay really much about you yeah, i remember what it is about but i don't really read
1: yeah. the book. i taught a class know. to one of our homeschool co-ops on that book we did reader's oh. theater of it so oh, they would cool. all be assigned like a different person to play and stuff
2: oh that's neat yeah and then um I'm trying to think i have to read the phantom toll booth so i haven't read it yet but books that are you know you've always heard of them but i haven't actually read them Yeah. Um, And then I don't, I can't remember right now what the other ones are, but um, I was going to read along again with Bev Cooks with her next book, but I decided not to because I've read two of the books that she is doing and I think we just have very different book taste. Uh, Yeah. And I just thought, you know, I'm tired of renting these books or whatever to read them. And then Because I never go to the library. I always end up reading them on the computer at work because that's the only time I have to read that kind of thing
1: sometimes. Yeah. They're just, they're not my kind of book. Yeah. So. Yeah, I could see how that would be the case with hers. And it's not like she's pre reading them in advance to see what they're like. She's just kind of doing it as she's reading. Right. Like I was listening to an episode of What Should I Read Next recently because uh, Ann Vogel just released her summer reading guide, which I haven't looked all the way through. I usually do every summer, and I just haven't had a chance to this year, but um, she was saying on this episode that when she first started doing the reading guides, she would just list books that were coming out that she was looking forward to reading, but then she would read them, and they were terrible, and she felt. So bad that she had like recommended them to people. So that's when she switched it, making sure that she read every book before she recommended it. Yeah, Yeah. which I think is really smart. Yeah, it is because
2: if I had recommended some of these (laughs) books, like "Hey, Bev Cooks really liked this book. Let's read it," then I would have been really embarrassed because it's just not. Yeah, yeah, I totally get that. They aren't books that I would personally recommend to anyone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I hear you. I, um, I'm hoping to do a lot more like light romance reading. (laughs) Like, Oh, I love those kind of books. (laughs) Yeah. Like I loved the Royal We that I read last year and I haven't read anything quite like it since or, you know, things that just I want I kind of want everything to be tied up with a tidy bow at the end right now. And
2: yeah. Yeah, All but I'm happy. also
1: yeah. Yeah. But I'm also having fun because I haven't had a ton of time for reading lately. I've I've upped my reading a little bit, but I've been doing a lot of audiobooks. And that's how I've been able to get a lot of reading done. And but I've been just turning to a lot of celebrity memoirs <laughs> which have been very random, but books I'd, you know, heard some things about for years, or I just thought like, oh, that sounds interesting. So the first one I listened to was Yes, Please by Amy Poehler. And that was just interesting to hear, you know, more of her background and how she ended up where she did and the different experiences that she's had in the industry. I think because I'm like, sort of in this little way involved in the industry with voiceover, I always think it's like interesting to get some of those behind the scenes types of stories. So yeah. I had fun reading that one. I actually, I listened to that one as I was moving. So while I was packing and doing those kinds of things, it was just like a good listen. And then while I was creating my studio, I listened to My Mother Was Nuts by Penny Marshall. And do you know who Penny Marshall is? No. uh uh-uh. Okay. Laverne from Laverne and Shirley. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Her name and is Penny. Yeah. Well, oh, she's dead okay. now. But her name well, yeah. Penny. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> and she like she directed a league of their own and um oh I can't think of the name of it, but a whole bunch of like well, i will by a whole bunch. She directed seven um movies that or like she directed big, you know, she, she actually did quite a bit in the directorial world as she got older, but it was a memoir and very unexpected. A lot of things in it. It's I'm not like condoning everything she does by any means, um, but or everything she did, but still fascinating to hear and to hear through her own eyes. And so, um, Yeah, it goes from birth all the way through, um, like past nine eleven, and how you know because she was a native New Yorker and and all that kind of thing. It was it was really interesting. So a different side of Hollywood than some of these more you know contemporary people like Amy Poehler. You know, you're going back to like her brother, um, Gary Marshall wrote for like Lucille Ball and, you know, stuff like that. So it was, it was interesting. She just, and she also got into acting kind of by happenstance. So I thought that it was, it was an interesting, interesting listen while I was busy doing stuff. Um, do you have other books you've been reading? I've been reading some cookbooks. (laughs) Of course you you have. Yes.
2: Oh, it's the way I which work, which is so
1: weird to me. I I don't think I love I could it do that. so
2: much. I love it. So do you, I much. mean do you
1: honestly sit there and read every ingredient?
2: No, no, no. I, so I don't read the recipes, but most cookbooks now have become—they are cookbooks slash a memoir or a whole like it's never just recipes anymore. Interesting. And yeah, well, you should pick up a cookbook. I guess <laughs> I know. <You> know. <laughs> So I am waiting on a cookbook called restorative kitchen that I'm okay. very excited about, but my favorite one that I'm reading right now is ever an everlasting meal by Tamar Adler. And it is fascinating. Huh. It's unlike any cookbook I've ever read. Everyone sh- should read this cookbook. Everyone who cooks in a kitchen should read it. The- and it is actually something you can read. It is a book to read.
1: Okay. It and is, what makes it you so just
2: fascinating. It's unlike any cookbook I've ever, (laughs) how I don't don't know how to explain it. So you're going to have to do better than that. This is a podcast. (laughs) Okay. So the first chapter is called how to boil water. And I have already learned so much just from this chapter and I'm I'm not even finished with it actually. And i actually, I kind of looked ahead there is one little tiny recipe at the end of the chapter, but she goes into just boiling water and all that really you can do with that in the kitchen to provide a meal just by the simple act of boiling water. And she teaches you how to cook food in your kitchen, not, Hey, here's some recipes, but how to take what is in your refrigerator and cook it and how to cook it. well. And how to cook it right. And it's so, oh. just read it. It's, I don't know how to explain it. You read it and then you explain it to everybody. Because <laughs> I don't know how. I'm no, not a, I'm a, not good, a good, good book critic. But it is, it's fascinating. It's truly fascinating.
0: All I just,
2: right. yeah. Uh, it's unlike anything ever cookbook wise that I've ever read. And I want everyone to go just check it out of the library and give it a glance. And then buy it if you want, but so good. So the author is Tamar Adler.
1: All right, Tamar Adler. We will have that in the show notes. It
2: will blow your cookbook brain. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I've probably seen way too high praises for it, but really it was presented to me, not me specifically, but just on Instagram, actually. Um, A couple of people that I'm, that I know were reading it. And we're saying this is incredible. Like it changes everything. It just changes everything. And you know that's true. You can you can know that that is true because when I tell you that, like there's one very tiny short recipe at the end of the chapter. So yeah. the fact that there's no recipes in that whole chapter yet, I feel like I've come away knowing how to boil cook water, food differently than I ever have, and better that's than I ever have. Yeah. without recipes like it equips you for your kitchen in such a basic great way. Right. And I know how to cook. I mean,
1: yeah. I know how to boil water, but you just read it. Just read right. the book. All right, yeah. I'll put it on my list. Mm-hmm. Okay, another one I read was Carrying Albert Home by Homer Hickam and it was based on his parents' life and all these legends that his parents would tell about how his mom had gone to uh, to Florida after she graduated from high school and met Buddy Ebsen, who was in like the Beverly Hillbillies and all of these, yes, um, okay. you know shows. And then yeah. she ended up going back to this little coal town where she grew up and married his father, but always kind of longed for Buddy Epson. And as a Wedding present. She married Buddy Epson's father? No, 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 no. Homer Hickam, the guy who oh, wrote the book. Okay. Sorry. Wait, what? No, I made that confusing. <laughs> See what an awesome job I'm doing of explaining books. Okay. I just need to listen better. I got to yeah, So, Homer's dad, his parents. So she goes back, she marries Homer Hickam Sr. Okay. And as a wedding present, Buddy Ebson sends them an alligator as a wedding gift. Oh my goodness. And so this alligator is growing and she treats it like a puppy. I mean, the thing lives in the house and they say it would like, you know, turn over and let you scratch its belly. And like, Uh, I don't, I don't even know. I couldn't do that. I know, but she just like snuggles this alligator all the time, but eventually it chases Mm -hmm. him out of the house one day when he's in his boxer shorts, this alligator takes off after him. And he's like, that's it. It's me or the alligator. We are taking the alligator and getting rid of it. The only way that she will agree to get rid of the alligator is if they drive it home to Florida. Well, this was in the 30s. And so they have this big, long, winding adventure that was supposed to take two months and takes like a year. And they meet John Steinbeck and they meet like all these like pivotal people from the 30s and they experience all these depression era things and he be at one point they stop in this town and homer becomes like a professional baseball player and then they when they're going through florida they get caught on a movie set and the people think they're actually there to be the doubles and so they end up in this movie and it happened to have a crocodile in it so they used albert their alligator as the crocodile and like i mean it's just this crazy crazy story And all the while you're going, like, it was based in something. Like, they show the pictures in the book of, like, the little cement pond that Homer had built for, or maybe her parents had come and built for the alligator at their house in this little coal mining town. Like, there's evidence that Albert existed, but there's no, like, pictures to prove that he... This really happened and this was really a thing. But then I guess like on when his mother was on her deathbed, the um, like the hospice nurses would say, um, yeah, she talks to Albert all the time. Who is Albert? Was that oh. your father's name? And he's like, Nope. She must have like said all she wanted to say to my dad because she never wanted to say my dad's name. But she would talk to Albert and they thought it was like a guy, but she insists that it was her alligator. And it's just this really crazy story. And, it, you know, there were some parts that were slower than others. But all in all, as you're going along and then you're like, oh, my gosh, it's John Steinbeck. Like, what in the world? And, like, they as they're talking with him, you know, she he's writing this novel and he's trying to figure out what to name it. And, like, she says, that's a terrible name. You should name it something like the Grapes of Wrath.'" You know, and then it's oh. like, like his mom gave John Steinbeck the idea to name his book that, you know, so yeah, it's just you're, you really do want to know like, okay, what, what really, you know, happened? What was true? Yeah. But it was still it was okay. What's the name of it? Carrying Albert home. Okay. By Homer Hickam.
2: It sounds really
1: interesting. Yeah, it was. I, I liked it. So yeah, that was a fun one. And then (laughs) another one that I have on my list, and I actually, I just found out that there is, well, I just actually got it because I had an Audible credit, Um, My Family and Other Animals by Gerald Durrell, they have a BBC fully reenacted version that you can get on Audible. So it's got different people playing all of the characters, and it's got the background noises, and the Ionian Sea that you can hear, and like all those kinds of things as like a whole performance of the actual book. So I'm looking forward to reading that or listening to it because I've wanted to hear the actual story for a while. Yes. Yeah. I I would be very into that. Yeah. And then another book that I have on my list that I haven't gotten yet, but I really want to, I'm debating over whether to do it audio or an actual physical copy. And I'm kind of leaning towards physical copy because I think there's a lot of notes that I'll want to take in it. And it is Do Less by Kate Northup. So I heard her interviewed on the Gold Digger podcast, podcast I can't speak, with hmm. Jenna Kutcher. And it was so interesting. Have I told you about this? No. Uh-uh. Okay. I mean, it's this whole book about productivity. Basically, and it's like how it's like time management, but she also talks about energy management. Like, if we're managing our energy well, then it actually gives us more time. Like, if we're doing things at our optimum times of the day when we have more energy, um, it helps us to get more done and fight off, like, instead of trying to get a lot done when we're in our slump of the day. And, And she just has like some really practical, science based information about how to be more productive while not spending more time because it's like it's a productivity book for moms. Oh. Who, um, you know, I think it could be used for any type of mom, but especially if you're like a working mom. But okay, this this apparently there's an entire chapter on this. I am going to butcher this. And so that's why I'm telling you all to go listen to this gold digger episode that we will link in the show notes. But also go get this book because i bet it's really good <laughs> again here i am that recommending cool. yeah here i am recommending books that i haven't read yet but <laughs> this interview was so compelling so she has this chapter and it talks about how men experience their hormone cycles every 24 hours so they go through a complete cycle of their hormones in just one day women get through a complete hormonal cycle in an average of 28 days. Just hearing that I think is so enlightening about like the modern day workforce and how things work the way that they do. Like, Of course, men can kind of give the same sort of productivity and expectations every single day because they cycle every single day. But for women, she talks about there are specific parts of your cycle where different parts of your brain are functioning better. And so there's like one part of your cycle where you are really good at detailed work and you can focus in on just like production and getting things done. There's a part of your cycle where you are like really in research mode and your brain is really good at being able to pick out facts and be visionary and figure out things moving forward. There's a part of your cycle where you're more verbal and your verbal processing centers are like more on fire and you can give quicker responses and you can use a lot more words. So she says that she has changed the way that she structures her business because she owns her own business to batch work in throughout the month, specializing in the thing that her brain is most... You know, acute to during that time. So it's like she will do all of her recording for podcasts or videos when she's in her really verbal mode. And, you know, she'll work on oh. getting projects done when she's in that mode where it's like she's in the really like detailed work and kind of just retreats and get things finished. So I just thought that was so incredibly interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. So I want to like go back to that episode and take notes, but I I think I just need to get the book and like hack my life based on that because I think I could be so much more productive. And I totally, when she pointed it out, it was like, oh, that's so true. Like that is a thing. Yeah.
2: Oh, no. As You're saying that I can think in my head. Yeah, that totally makes sense. I mean, it is a thing for sure I never thought to put my life's chores around that before yeah but it makes total sense
1: I am really looking forward to learning more about that because I think that that is just brilliant it is yeah Yeah. I'm going to take one quick more minute to tell you about one of the products and companies that I was most excited about this year as a sponsor and that is away away creates thoughtful products designed to change how you see the world they started with the perfect suitcase and crafted it with features that make travel more seamless you guys these suitcases are amazing and because they know that everyone has a different style they made their carry-on in an array of colors I got the blush pink I absolutely love it has a little bit of my personality and it's easy to see on the conveyor when it's coming off of a plane they created two different sizes the carry-on and the bigger carry-on which easily stows in most of the overhead bins and they created them in two different materials a strong yet flexible polycarbonate and an anodized aluminum so you can get what's right for you now you guys these suitcases they're a lightweight and durable shell that's made to last for a lifetime of travel they have a 100-day trial that lets you try any away product on the road a limited lifetime warranty which means they'll fix or replace your bag if it ever gets damaged a built-in compression pad that helps you pack more in oh my goodness you guys. If you're an over-packer like I am, this is essential. Man, this would have come in so handy last year on my trip to Arkansas. I'm kind of a hyper-packer, if I'm gonna be really honest. Like, I study packing online before I go someplace, and I am able to get the results I want with my Away suitcase because I can fit everything in there just perfectly, and it helps me to fit more in with their built-in compression pad. They have a range of unique personalization offerings, including hand painting. Four 360-degree spinner wheels guarantee a smooth ride for easy travel to get you where you're going, TSA-approved combination locks keep your belongings safe, an optional ejectable battery to keep your phone charged. You guys, this is the other amazing thing about these suitcases. You don't have to try to fight over a plug-in at the airport anymore. You can just sit wherever you want to and plug your phone directly into your bag. Plus, a removable laundry bag to separate clean clothes from dirty clothes, keep you organized while you're on the road. Plus, they even offer free shipping on any order within the contiguous US, Europe, and Australia, or or you can get them at one of their actual stores in New York, Austin, LA, San Francisco, Boston, Chicago, and London. You guys, I'm so excited about this suitcase. I love how durable it is because I tend to be a little rough on bags, I'm a little clumsy, and if I'm just too clumsy for it, then they'll fix it. I love how it helps me to keep everything organized, especially as I'm on the go, even coming back from a trip, I'm able to keep things organized because of the way it's designed. It's a really sleek bag that makes me feel pretty stylish, which I'm all about, and it keeps my phone charged, which is pretty much my number one problem when I'm traveling, and I love that they fixed it. And guess what? You can get $20 off a suitcase. Just visit awaytravel.com lovely20 and use the promo code lovely20 during checkout. Again, you guys, that's $20 off to completely simplify your traveling experience. It is so worth it. Just visit awaytravel.com lovely20. So that kind of sums up like pretty much what I have been reading and what I'm next going to be looking at. Did you have any other books? I just, no, I just
2: have to focus. I mean, I do have some other ones that I have to read for the school thing. Like I have to read um, the American Experience Storybook, but I, I will enjoy that. Yeah. Um, that, that would, And it's real short little chapters about people, and each chapter is about a person in history. So oh, I will. That'll be, yeah, really interesting. I mean, really, I just have to focus on plowing through these yeah. books for school. So, And how many do you have to do? That's- Shorter for B because they're I think some of them are bigger books. Um, maybe
1: five or six. Oh, okay. I think. Well, it's better. I thought you yeah. were going to say like twenty-seven or. <laughs> oh
2: no no 12. no no! no. <laughs> I think maybe five or six, but okay. Um, but in A it was more, maybe or two ten or something. So okay, less. You know, yeah, less than I was if I had taught the other class, but <clears throat> yeah, still. Yeah, I look forward to picking some of my own books as well yeah. when this oh, is finished. I bet.
1: I bet. Okay, what are some things that you are currently doing for self care? Oh, sleeping when I can. Yeah. Um.
2: Uh. Well, I exercise now five days a week. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. So I go. I get up so early. It's and crazy. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, but it, I like it though. Yes, I know. Yeah. Yes. And so I exercise for an hour every morning and then I, what do I do for self-care where I come to you and I say, what do I need for my new skincare? Yes. Routine? <laughs> and then I get it. So that's a self-care thing. And really the biggest thing for me lately has just been letting myself stop. Yeah. Like I'm just going to veg out this evening and that's okay. Yep. And so giving myself permission to rest has been the biggest self care thing, I think, lately. It's stressful right now. Yeah. It's a stressful phase of life and yeah might stick around for a while. So um I've I'm just learning to say it's okay to just rest and
1: not be productive right now. Yep. It's- No, I completely hear you. I, well, this, okay, this is two part thing, but I went to six weeks of yoga therapy where I met one-on-one with a gal who's like a certified yoga therapist and she is certified in like dealing with trauma and PTSD and adrenal fatigue and anxiety and depression and all these things. And so she would meet with me and for all of you who are going to email me and at me and whatever about the evils of yoga, <laughs> save it. I've looked into it. We hold different viewpoints. So just know that you don't have to let me know that I'm worshiping Buddha because I'm not. Okay. Anyway, he talks in the yoga therapy about how like we literally carry things in our bodies. Like our bodies will respond to stress scenarios, whether we've worked it out in our brains or not. So even though I've been through counseling and all of these things that help me be able to say like, oh, that's a trigger for me. And you shouldn't have to be scared of it. Like your body will still react to those things. And because of the amount of stress I've been through for the last 14 years and also the past 20 months, um, I'm in a state of adrenal fatigue. And that's basically like your adrenals are what let off your cortisol, which is your stress hormone. And sometimes your adrenals get into this place where they've been letting off stress hormones so frequently that that cycle doesn't shut down the way that it's supposed to. And your adrenals keep firing out the cortisol because there hasn't been enough rest. There hasn't been enough healing to not have that, that physical response happening pretty constantly. And then that messes with your digestion and your fatigue and your ability to fight off illness and like all these other things. It kind of shuts off all the other parts of your body so you can just respond to the stressful stimuli. And so then that leads me to being sick. And that leads me to being tired. And I was trying to be all like, great and wonderful when I moved and like, okay, this is a fresh new start. And I'm going to, you know, change my life. And I'm going to have these great mornings where I'm going to get up super early and I'm going to work out and I'm going to do all this stuff. And I did it. And this one morning as I was doing it, I was only like two mornings in, (laughs) And I was in the middle of this workout and it wasn't even a hard workout. And I had to stop and run to the bathroom. I was like, I'm going to be sick. And I told my yoga therapist that I was like, what the heck? Like, I'm trying to get fit and you know, all this stuff. And she was like, your body can't handle getting fit right now. Like your body is just trying to cope with stress. And by working out, essentially you're putting it, in more stress. And oh. your body is telling you like, nope, I can't handle this right now. What you actually need to do is rest. And so she actually taught me a lot of restorative yoga techniques, which can kind of look like you're taking a nap. <laughs> 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 like, but you get Tell in these- more about this. <laughs> I know, right? No, but she would put me like in certain positions. And then she would put like weighted, like these little weighted pillow things. Like I use my little rice heaters at home. She put like one across my back where my adrenal glands are because they sit like right on top of your kidneys, I think, or near your liver. or They're on your mid-lower back. (laughs) And so I think they're on top of your kidneys anyway. Go look at an anatomy diagram. <laughs> but she would put, you know, like weight on my back because it, she said, like, it would press on your adrenals and help, like, slow them down. Or, like, she would put, like, a little mask over my eyes and, like, on my feet. And it's kind of like that idea we see a lot with the weighted blankets that are becoming really yeah. popular right now. There's, like, yeah. this sense of security and, like, calming the nervous system when we have that weight on us and she even recorded for me this special like tailored just for me it's called yoga nidra and it's a meditation again don't it's not (coughs) a weird thing it's like it's a (laughs) relaxation technique where you kind of like go through your whole body like taking she'll say you know like don't just like Think about each thing. It's like a butterfly landing on each of these parts. So she'd say, you know, like your fingertips, the back of your hand, the palm of your hand, your forearm, your elbow. Like, and she goes through this whole thing and it takes about 20 minutes. She recorded it for me so I can do it whenever I'm feeling like that sluggishness. And I pretty much invariably, which this was kind of embarrassing, but I fell asleep right in front of her. We are the only two people in the room. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> I fell asleep. But she was like, Your body needed it. But the weird thing is, it's like this type of meditation that takes you into this relaxing state where your brain isn't firing and everything anymore. But then it brings you back out of it so that you can be rested. But it's supposed to be the equivalent, like that you feel, of like a two to three hour nap. Because of the way Whoa. Whoa. your body like so shuts down into relaxation and then pulls back out in a healthy way. And so every time I do it, I fall asleep in the middle. But even just listening <laughs> to her voice, like whatever it is, subliminally, that like by the time it's winding down, I wake back up. And so it's like, it's crazy. This little like 20 minute cycle that. If I'm hitting, like, a slump in the afternoon, I can even have Ellie do it with me and just, like, kind of get that, that extra boost of rest that I'm needing. Yeah. Yeah. That's so – What
2: is it called? Cause it's it, called yeah,
1: – Yeah, it's called Yoga Nidra. Nidra. And she asked yeah. me, like, what is the place that, you know, when you think of is, like, the most relaxing, like – what is your favorite place that makes you feel like safe and, you know, whatever. And I have this Rebecca's one. Rebecca's house. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, other than Arkansas. Though she right. literally, other than oh, Arkansas. She really- yes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> she was like, is there another place? I was like, okay, there's this lake and like that I like to, you know, that I grew up on and stuff. And she's like, okay. And so she talks about that in my specific yoga nidra but you can find other ones online that just aren't like tailored right you. but um yeah I've I think she taught me so many different tools like she gave me my own like yoga practice to do to help me like start off a day to like gain more energy in the morning and like it was just it was a really it was I would go every time thinking like is this really gonna do anything and then I'd come out and be like dang that was really something <laughs> so yeah that was a huge thing for self-care for me and then this one I know you're gonna love <laughs> oh
2: butter, I know
1: what you're gonna say <laughs> yuck <Babs>. oh, <laughs> not making a bath <laughs> with essential oils and epsom salts I sounds just terrible it's, I love it, and then I will set my computer up on a little stool next to my bath, and I can watch my show or I can read a book. And okay, do you not whore, like? Do you not get so hot? I do, but then I get out, like uncomfortably hot. Oh, okay. But I think of it kind of like a sauna. Like saunas are really good for our system. To, like, right. out toxins and that kind of thing. So, I think of it like that with the Epsom salts and everything. I think it's, like, just one okay, more Okay, so thing
2: you're admitting detox. that the bath is probably pulling toxins out of your body. Yes. Right? I am. And yet, <laughs> you still want to sit in that water. I just can't do it. I can't do it. Well, I still, like, oh. take showers and everything. Uh, but yeah, I know. I know. Well, I know. Yeah, I get that. I, I couldn't actually just, but this is like my issue from as far back as I can remember. When I was little, you know, I would just, I wouldn't sit in the tub. I would have my mom put maybe an inch of water and then I would perch on my tiptoes and funny. try to hurry up and just, I, I hate baths. Oh, I hate them so much. <laughs> so funny. But I think it's great. Like if you want to take one, do it. But don't expect me to hop on that bandwagon. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like hot tubs? No. I mean, if my back hurts, then yeah, because I'll let the little bubble blower be right on my lower back or something. And what about... I've only been in one maybe twice in my life. Really? Gross. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Probably. Do
2: you think... I don't have access to a lot of hot tubs. (laughs) Yeah. I you think, I think it, the pools well, are disgusting?
1: Do you think it's more dis- disgusting than a lake? It's disgusting in different ways. All right. So,
2: I, I don't like snot. <laughs> and one time when I was a teenager, oh, you know, because water goes up people's noses. I don't. This uh,
1: might be the thing. Probably not. It makes me gag podcast. to even okay, talk about let's not go there. it. not
2: Yeah. Well, just, you just, just know water yes. is constantly cleaning out people's sinuses. <laughs> and in a pool pool i mean it, it is because the water goes up their nose you know and then they wipe their nose kind of to get the water out but you're i can't okay do it yeah i can't even hardly right. talk about it now yep. that we've ruined so pools really and like, baths for everyone so uh, i love to go to the pool and sit on the side yeah and I'm watch not a the big, girls like, play and sometimes i'll put my legs in or whatever but i'm happy to just be on the sidelines yeah but I don't, I'm not to the point, like, I don't tell the girls, you know, Ew, you don't want to go in a pool. I don't do anything like that. They have a yeah. blast and it doesn't bother them. And so that's great. Yeah. But I don't want to have to get in.
1: Yeah. Know? I'm not big on getting in except for that time last summer when he was 12 at the time and he was like, I could totally beat you. My son, Roman, and I was like, you can't beat me. And I totally kicked his butt in a swimming competition. And so that was, it. <laughs>
2: I I mean, I'll get in now and then here and there, but yeah. it just doesn't for the most part. Yeah. I just don't want to. Yeah. yeah.
1: I hear you. I'm with you on that. One. I'm weird about water stuff. I just, yes, you are.
2: Yes. I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm okay. I'm comfortable yeah. with that.
1: So that I and the way good. she takes p- pills, people. It's really, listen,
2: the world should <laughs> hop on that board for sure, because it makes so
1: much more sense.
2: No, you to- never to- know they're there. You never know they're in your mouth. <laughs> so
1: that's the way to do it. All right. She puts the water in her mouth first and then pops the pill in between and then lips. just
2: swallow. And, but it it's makes so much sense. You know, some pills taste gross yeah. too. And so you oh don't even gosh. know, you don't even taste them because they're just floating in the water and then they go down your mouth, down your throat. And then you're done. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh, It's a good thing. It's a smart
1: thing. All righty. Weird. Keep believing that. Yeah. Okay. Did you have any other self-care things? I don't think so. No. I think that's it. I am going to be doing my Sakura baby facial (laughs) tonight (laughs) from Drunk Elephant that I got a sample of at Sephora. But we already went into that in detail last week, so I I won't go there again, but just so you know, that is part of my self-care.
2: I do enjoy that kind of thing in
1: theory, but then when I go
2: to do it, I'm so tired. Yeah. I'm like, ugh, I just would rather get in bed and go to sleep. So right now, that's not high on my list just because I'm tired right now. So
1: Yeah. But I do enjoy that kind of thing. Yeah.
2: Okay. Eating.
1: You go you first. can got to think about this. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is actually a drinking thing. Not like I'm... <laughs> uh, it's about to get really... That sounded way not what I meant. Okay. <laughs> Something I'm enjoying drinking, not alcoholic. Okay. This is a morning thing. I don't know if I can completely condone it because I'm sure it's not great, but I have fallen in love with Stoke cold brew and it's... um slightly sweet, I think is what they call it. So it's just this sweetened cold brew coffee and I add cream to it and I actually mix in my Vital Proteins collagen peptides that I got at Costco. And it has been the thing that I turn to every morning and it is not good for adrenal fatigue, but I feel like maybe it balances out with my collagen peptides. And I think that maybe... (laughs) Because I've been seeing so much difference in my skin lately, I think that the collagen peptides could be partially responsible for that. And I just there's something about this cold brew coffee I just adore. What is the brand again? It's Stoke. I'm gonna have to look up. Not familiar with that. It's so good. In fact, I don't have any for tomorrow morning, and we're recording this. It's almost eight o'clock at night, and I am like tempted to put real pants back on and <laughs> go <to the> store <laughs> and get my cold brew so that i have it while i'm working tomorrow like it's just <laughs> not good it's
2: well so good. i do love salted cold foam cold brew from I've starbucks sometimes them. as a treat I've it's good but listen if you ever get one don't drink it with most most of the starbucks give you the right lid sometimes though they'll just put on a normal lid and hand you a straw That's not how they should be consumed. You have to do the lid that has the little spout. Yeah. The clear plastic lid with the spout. Because it truly, the beauty of the drink is the way it goes into your mouth. Like (laughs) the layers of drink. Because it's kind of layered. So the bottom layer travels through the layers into your mouth. And so they're all coming in. Oh, it's so good. So if you're doing a straw, it just doesn't have the same... Because then you're only getting kind of what's at the bottom. Yeah. You're not getting, you know, the other layers. So yeah. it does make a difference.
1: Makes sense. All right. Well, if I ever get up the nerve to try one, I just like get in my bread and I don't get it that often. Well,
2: so. and they're not sweet. So if you need sweet, then they're not, may not be for you. Yeah. But, um, but they're delicious. Oh, oh so good.
1: All right. Okay, another yeah. thing, this is not like an eating thing, but as long as we're talking about like the collagen peptides and like, you know, wellness, I have been loving my care of vitamins. I'm almost out of them. I have gotten them twice now, and they've been a sponsor of the show. So I'm sure we have some fabulous code that we can put in the show notes. I will have to find <laughs> it. But they, I love them. It's just, it's so simple. And I take more supplements beyond what is just in my little care of pack, but I know they've been making it better and better and better. So you can customize it even more to what you need. And the pack that I've been taking has like a bunch of adaptogens in it, like ashwagandha and rhodiola and things that are really good for stress. And they actually adapt to how your body is handling stress to help you best. And i I just, I love that it's so simple. It's in this little package that has my name printed right on the front and they have some little fun fact on there that you read every day and (laughs) it's just, it's so silly, but I just love them. I think it's super simple and I really like the Care-of company and I think it'll probably be like as I'm running out of other vitamins that I have that I've been taking alongside of my Care-of. I I think cost-wise, it would work out just as well for me to just like fully customize a pack and add in the other things that I'm taking so that it would just like simplify it. And I don't think it would be any more expensive than buying the big vitamins at the store. And they're like high-quality vitamins like I would want. And I'm, I really like them. I think they're a really great company. So how did you get them how do you get them tailored? What do they
2: do? What's the process to get it tailored for you?
1: Well, you take a quiz that takes maybe five minutes when you are first getting started. And I think you can retake the quiz whenever you want to, if you have like changing needs, but they ask you like, how often do you typically take vitamins and how committed to you are, or how committed are you to doing this? And, um, like, What are the top things that you are wanting help with? So it can be like your skin or your digestion or stress or brain fog or like all these different things. And then based on your answers to this quiz, and it's, you know, it's got quite a few questions, then they'll say, these are the things that we recommend the most for you. And they'll tell you exactly why they recommend those specific vitamins for you or supplement minerals or whatever. And then they have other things. I think they've come out with like protein powders now. And I really liked, if you guys saw me on Instagram, I don't know, maybe six months ago, they have these little like powder shots you can take of like probiotics and different stuff for immune support if you feel like you're getting sick. I took one of them on Instagram and it's this powder and you just like dump it into your mouth but I like inhaled it and then did you choke? When I I (laughs) coughed the powder like shot out of my mouth. Like I was puff the magic dragon and I got the giggles really bad on Instagram. But I haven't choked on them again. You just have to be smart about how you're taking it like a pixie stick. And um And they actually taste really good. And I've I've just been very impressed with their company. So yeah. That's
2: cool. I've seen a lot of
1: I've seen them promote on a lot of
2: things. Mm -hmm. And um I keep being tempted, but I haven't pulled the plug on it yet. But yeah. I really like it. We say pull the plug on it.
1: I haven't that's right. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And this I actually haven't done it yet. I wasn't gonna mention this company. I didn't have it in my notes. But I am using Thrive Market to help with our grocery shopping and being able to like good products for better prices and stuff. And so that is something that is helping with our eating right now is using Thrive Market when I'm doing like my grocery shopping for the next week. And by using Plan to Eat... I will, you know, schedule so far in advance that I have a little bit better idea of what's coming up. And then it allows me to order things more easily. So it's not like last minute I'm having to run to the store and get stuff. Yeah. So. We
2: are using Instacart and it is oh. life-saving. Oh, my goodness. In fact, this is how great it is. So the other day my mom had to come watch the girls at my house. Okay. And I was an hour away. And she said, what am I supposed to feed them for lunch? And I thought, oh my goodness, I didn't even think about that. I just got on my app, ordered groceries, and had them sent to my house. So I was like, okay, wow. well, the groceries will show up at 11. And then this is, y'all can, you know, make sandwiches and blah, blah, blah.
1: But it's it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> I need to see what kind of availability yes that has.
2: Well, me. if you have it, tell me, because I have, there's a code. Like if you share it, I get a $10 oh, yeah. credit. So. Don't sign up for it without checking with me first. But it is, I mean, truly, it is game-changing. Like, my sister and I were talking about it today because she has it in Nebraska. And she said, you know, I cannot afford for someone to clean my home, can't afford to have a nanny, but I can afford to pay somebody to bring me my groceries. And, of course, they have, like, terrible winters of negative 28-degree weather and all this kind of stuff. Mm. And she said... You know, this winter when I don't have to get out with my kids to go get groceries, that's oh yeah, huge, huge, you know. And yeah. she, of course, she has little, she has little
1: ones. I mean,
2: you know, Sullivan's real small, but
1: um, she's like that's that's like wow. It, okay, we do have it here, and it okay. says that we can get it from like Costco,
2: and yeah. so natural-
1: here we have Harps all
2: yeah, we have Harps, Aldi, Petco, and Sam's right now that do it, but I'm guessing more and more of the grocery stores will, you know, um, oh, my come on goodness. board.
1: Yes. This Don't do it account me- yet. I going to send you okay, my, I week, won't, but- I won't, but yeah. I just might do this tomorrow instead of yeah. going to the grocery store so that I can work. That would be, you amazing. can
2: get a yearly pass thing.
1: I think it's $99, but the
2: amount of gas that I would spend oh, going yeah. to the various stores to get the deals and the time would be, thing. and the time, yes, the driving around, is oh way goodness. worth I'm 99 gonna, a year.
1: Yeah. I'm going to tell my mom about this too because. And it's fast. Like within work. two hours. I mean, yeah. you can get it quickly. That's you don't, crazy. it's
2: not like Walmart where you have to remember to do it the day before, you know, basically to get a spot. Yeah. It's two hours. I mean, you can have it within two hours. So and it's usually faster than that. And this, while they are shopping, you can text them. So if you want to add something to your order before they check out, or they might say, Hey, they were out of this. Do you want me to substitute this instead? And they'll send you a picture. I mean, like it's a back and forth conversation between you and the person shopping for you at the store.
1: Oh And so you,
2: and you see, as they buy something, you'll say like, they just bought, they just put this item in the cart. And these are how many more items of your order that they still need to put in the cart. And
1: it's amazing. This is amazing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh my goodness. I am so excited. Between this and Thrive Market, it's I may never go to a store again. Which is great because also your grocery budget, like there will be impulse buys. Yes. Because yes. you're just, mm-hmm. yep. Oh my goodness. I'm so Put excited. Put that in self-care. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's a self-care thing right there. Yes. But it's truly incredible. I mean, truly. <laughs>
1: it's, All right. it's wondrous. Yeah. yeah. I'm super excited to check that out. Yeah. Send me stuff as soon as we're done. I'll order tomorrow. Yes. That's awesome. Okay. I need to mention one recipe that is literally, we're eating it like every week.
2: Oh, let me guess. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Is it change your life chicken or something like that? change your life chicken. I got to try it. (laughs) Oh, my word. It is no joke. The Lazy Genius, it's her recipe. It's changed your life. It has changed my life. And so she has it on her blog. If you just Google, well, we'll have a link to it in the show notes for Change Your Life Chicken. But she did an entire podcast episode about Change Your Life Chicken, really? <laughs> just talking about like, make sure you're doing it this way. And this is why I do it this way. And it's easy cleanup because you use foil and um, parchment paper. Don't at me. I know the waste. I don't care <laughs> right now. Because it makes my about life the parchment easier. paper. Like people complain about that waste. They would probably be like, "Oh, oh that's come being on, able people to use tinfoil and parchment paper. It is worth it, and so it's easy cleanup. It's super easy to make. I make so much that usually we have a couple of pieces of chicken for the next couple of days that I can like have for lunch or feed Ellie for lunch, and I munch on the veggies days afterward and they are the best roasted vegetables I have ever had in my entire life. It is so good. I'm and reading just, about it right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I love having it as leftovers. Like I'm gonna make it again on Monday. And I figured like, okay, that's gonna be my lunches for the whole week. Like I'm just gonna make enough that we just have a ton left in the fridge because it's just that good, that simple I love it. It looks good. Yeah. Okay. A lot of times I will go to like Trader Joe's and get organic Brussels sprouts and organic cauliflower and like all these things that for the most part are already prepped. Like they're already in little pieces and whatever. I'll usually Mm -hmm. do asparagus. I'll get one of their little um, things of all the different colored potatoes, like golden and purple and everything. And you just chop them up easy. And they just have to be like generally the same size pieces, and so I mean, it takes me maybe 20 minutes to prep the whole thing, and then it cooks for 50, so you do have to have a little bit of forethought about it. But man, is it good! It's just so, so it's just salt and pepper, is that yeah, right? And I mean, like, I'll add, I typically add like paprika, garlic, onion powder. Like you can yeah. jazz it up however you want, and she talks about that in the post. Like you could add curry, you could add, you know, whatever. You could do a Mexican one. You could do however you want to to change it up. We just really like the oh, yeah. salt, pepper, onion, garlic, mm, and rosemary paprika. and thyme. Oh that yeah, would be delicious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm.
2: I mean, you could totally. I've change got it. these. Um, Gabi, what's Gobby cooking she has a line of seasonings and I just got them in the other day which that would be another food thing I guess they're oh yeah really really good but they would be I'm thinking on this like I would do the all things meat seasoning on
1: this oh yeah
2: delicious
1: yeah so I'm mm. it has literally been a game changer I'm so excited about it and your kids haven't gotten tired of it or anything like that? No. My kids are so excited every time I do it. I've made wow. it a couple of different ways. They have like their favorite way. Mom, make sure the chicken skin is crispy. Make sure like it's this much crispy. I don't like it when it's this much crispy. <laughs> like they, <laughs> they know exactly how they like it. They all devour it and it's so good.
2: Wow. So. Okay. Yeah.
1: I'm reading all the little things about it. Yeah. Okay. And I just realized that we have had a very long podcast episode. (laughs) Yep. I thought about that a minute ago. But it's it's worth it. And I think that's a good note to go out on if you take nothing else away from this episode. Go change your life with some chicken. (laughs) Go change your life with some chicken because it is literally that good. So there you go. That's what I'm going to go do. Yeah.
2: Yeah. go order the ingredients on instacart yes. if you don't have them oh and then I'm go so change excited. your life with the chicken this is a That's golden awesome. podcast episode
1: <laughs> yay all right well thank you for chatting all of the the likes with me again we'll yeah, do it it's fun in the fall All right, in the summer sometimes <laughs> <laughs> sounds good all right Bye. bye All right, ladies, as always, you can find the links to all of the things that we talked about today, and there were a lot of them, if you go to boldturquoise.com slash 120, and that's where you can find the show notes for this episode. Also, make sure you head over to Patreon, like we talked about, patreon.com cultivatingthelovely cultivating the lovely. Get in there, get your episodes early and ad free. That's what I'm talking about. And hey, if you really love the show and you want to do something to just like give a high five and support us and really, really help other people find out about the show, continue to help the show to grow and be able to reach more people and continue moving forward, then all you have to do is go to iTunes and leave a rating and review over there it'll only take you a couple of minutes all you have to do is click the little five-star button and leave a little sentence about why you like it of course you don't have to leave a five-star review but I would really obviously love it if you did and just say a little something about what you enjoy about the show it helps other people find the show because then iTunes starts recommending it to other people so it really does make a big difference and thank you so much to all of you who have done that thus far All right, ladies, I guess that's it for this episode. We will be back again next week, but until then, go be bold and gracious.
0: As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming.